Hey there, hi there, ho there. Hello, internet. Hello, lovely listeners. We're back for another week of quarantine podcasting. And to be quite honest, I've had enough. I'm ready to go back to normality. I'm ready to go back to regular scheduling. Uh, I'm ready to be internet famous IRL once again. Yes, um... Uh, you probably already noticed, but we did not upload an episode last week. We had recorded a full episode, and for some reason, my audio sounded like I was in um, a cave, which I was not in a cave, and we could not fix it. Um, but that's okay, because we're going to upload not the same episode, but the same concept of- we're still going to do the writer's room episode with the same characters, all that, and the same story. We're It'll be even better. It will be better with high-quality sound. But we were both kind of sad because it turned out really – like, I it loved was, it. It was so fun. We're definitely going to do another one. But for now, we're going to, um, you know, do a seamless second. I was about to spoil what we're doing today. But you probably already know about the title. Um, Taylor, what is your seamless second? Oh, okay. So I'll be honest, I don't really have one this week because last week I used my best material. Um, I talked about watermelon sugar for way too long, talked about the merch, talked about diversity, talked about the lack of like body representation. I think it was a good discussion. If you want to bring it up in the writer's room episode again, I think you should. I I will. I'll do it then for sure. But uh, this week, let's see. It's a very intense time um, right now in the news. And um, I don't really know if I can talk about that because I feel like I'm not very good at explaining serious topics. Yeah, we're not... I'm not the best at it either, because I was considering bringing it up, because it is a very important issue. But again, we are not very serious people on this podcast. All I would I mean, say we can is be. police brutality is a serious issue. Um, mm-hmm. There needs to be reform in that whole system. And it's just a very intense time for a lot of people. A lot of people are afraid. Um, and those feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. And... It's just scary. It's scary that these kind of things keep happening on a regular basis. It's insane. And it's horrible as well. I mean, there's not that much... Like, it. you shouldn't have to say that much about it because it shouldn't have to be a thing. Mm -hmm. But it's sad that it is. Oh, my goodness. You know, um, if anybody wants to... I know there's a bunch of petitions um, that you can sign. They're on Twitter. I mean, you could just easily... Look, like go on Twitter and you can find one. Um, I will oh. say my king, the one I talked about last week. Um, he tweeted a petition link. If you want to go, look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it, crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add to that? I don't know. I feel for um, George Floyd's family. Mm-hmm. I feel for people of color in America. Yeah, and many, there's, I heard this morning, they didn't uh, release a name, or I didn't hear about a name, um, but a 19-year-old died 
because they were shot at a peaceful protest, which is horrible. I mean, like, it's, it, there's like, a, there's a drastic difference between, you know, when white people protest about, you know, wanting a haircut and then people of color protesting about their, you know, their basic rights. It's insane. I saw a TikTok from a girl. I wish I had her username, but I don't, unfortunately. I'm awful at remembering to, like, save the TikTok, write the name. But Mm -hmm. she was giving um, protest tips, like, how to prepare to attend a protest. And she was talking about, like, bring granola bars in your bag. Bring a washcloth that's wet. So if they use tear gas, you can, like, you know, cover your eyes. They they also say uh, milk pour milk in your eyes mm-hmm. um yeah because people were saying even if you don't want to like fight or anything or like just if you don't even want to get involved in the protest go to the protest anyways and bring water and milk and that's enough to help i just want everyone to do their best stay safe i know a lot of things are out of people's control and racial profiling and racism is so clearly and obviously like not okay like that seems yeah. it seems dumb to even have to say that like that's not okay to be racist but i feel like some people need to be reminded like it's like okay it's like some people don't even like notice it because they don't live they might not live in an area where it's like as prominent but that doesn't mean it's not happening mm-hmm. and then when they see it happening they're like hold up that's not a thing. Like, yes, it is. It's obviously a thing. Just because, because just every because, instance isn't reported on doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't happen. And just because you're not affected by it doesn't mean it's not happening. These are crazy and horrible times. And 2020 needs to pull itself together. It really I does. I mean, really. We're almost halfway through the year. And... This much has happened, but just to get away from the serious side of things, maybe we'll maybe we'll link a petition or something in our mm-hmm. show notes or on Twitter. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, on a lighter note, Katie, what do you have to say about Pinterest? Okay, so I saw this TikTok and I thought it was pretty funny. It was like so simple yet so funny, uh, and I re- I felt like it really spoke to me and you as well. And I'll send it to you. But, you know, it's not even that much to show. So this girl was just staring at the screen. And she said, why do we all love Pinterest but don't talk about it? And that was it. That was it. We don't talk about it. Like, nobody on this earth talks about Pinterest the way we talk about Twitter or TikTok or Instagram. It's like, I feel like this is the most peaceful you know, social media app out there. It is peaceful. You know, it's not problematic whatsoever. And I just have to say, the comments on it were amazing. This one girl was like, I just listen to music and scroll through it for hours. Retweet! Same! So guys, if you need peace, I suggest Pinterest. Pinterest will be there for you. There's something for everyone on there. There is. I just think and people hate it because they associate it with, like, middle-aged moms and, like, the McKaylin so types. I know, like, a couple years ago, people were, like, hating on it, saying, like, who even uses Pinterest anymore? Ugh. I'm like, <laughs> Pinterest is amazing. That's where I create my mood boards, my aesthetics. That's where I create my life, my private boards. 
My private boards, if they could talk, oh my god. Oh, I would never share my private boards with anyone. Most of my no. private boards are like, the majority of my boards are privated, honestly. I have like a few that are public. Yeah, I have a few that are public as well. But, ooh, those private boards, never seen the day. If Pinterest, like, I remember, this was like just the other day. I was looking through one of my private boards, and some of my pictures weren't showing up. I'm like, I know my pictures are here. I scrolled th- through this board every single day, and they were, like, pictures that I personally uploaded myself because I just saw them and wanted to put, put them on there. And I was like, where are they? And I started, like, I was, like, freaking out. This is how much I use Pinterest. I was freaking out because my pictures weren't there. So I scrolled through Twitter, Reddit, everything that was, like, What's happening to Pinterest? One person did say that it was happening to them in that short amount of time. But the next day, it was fixed. Everything was holy again. I'm so glad for you, the loss. I've never uploaded anything to Pinterest. But it's kind of like a really um, really visual timeline. Because if mm-hmm. I go... Because there was one period of my life where I was a one-board queen. Like, I just pinned everything to one board for oh, yeah. years. And when you scroll, like, all the way back, just to see how you've changed as a person and how, like, your aesthetic and your, like, just overall being has transformed. Yeah, I mean, I have a board for, you know how you could like on Pinterest at one point in time? Mm-hmm. Well, and then they changed it to your Pinterest likes as a board. Um, that board now is just, like, if I see something but it doesn't go with any specific board... But I still like it and I want to see it at some point. That's where it goes. I love Pinterest. I do too. You know, I think everybody should join it. Um, Yeah. It's really cool to stalk people on Pinterest too. Like, I'll be honest. Like, if you don't know someone that well and you want to, like, know what they're into. I don't do that. Like, I I wish, like, most of my followers followers would, like, unfollow me. Because I'm like, do y'all even care? Like, they're people from high school. Like, how do you get people to unfollow you? I don't know the people that follow me. Like, there's, like, 37 people. I'm like, I don't know y'all. I'm like, I don't want people to follow me. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm, like, I don't want people to see what I kind of like that I keep public. But that's okay. If they want to follow me, you know, that's their own problem. Maybe you're their inspiration. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, um... We're doing a quarantine update, but you wanted to do what we bought in quarantine. Mm-hmm. So what have you bought in quarantine? Oh, God. Uh, well, okay. So this week, you know, I got that grand money. So I'm rich again, ladies and gents. <laughs> that that trust fund done kicked in. Um, I bought new bedding, finally, after a million bajillion years. Um, I think you got a little glimpse of it yesterday in the it's graduation really hall. Thank you so much. Um, I also purchased a bed frame. It'll be here on June 3rd. Um, I have stickers in the cart. I have Amazon items in the cart. I want clothes, but there's nowhere to wear them to. I purchased some embroidery things because I've been embroidering. You know those little, like, I don't know if you've seen them, but on Instagram, they have those, like, little banners or whatever, and it'll be like, you're okay. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you're talking about. So, those are $80, and I never in my life, I don't care how rich I am, I'm not spending that much money, um, I said, I can do this. Like, I I can do, I don't need 
whatever. Mm-hmm. So I ordered the banner thing on Amazon like a while ago, and it was like nine dollars for two banners with the little stick and the little string. Um, and I said I can do this. So I embroidered one the other day. It's over there. I don't know if you can see it. We'll we'll turn you. Do you do you see my door? Do you see that? Yeah. If you see like you can kind of see it. And it says FIFE for Forget Insecurities, yeah. Forget Expectations. Um, so that's what I've been doing. That's how my money is being spent. Um, well, my big purchase, it wasn't just my purchase, you know. I had to, you know, contribute kind of to the family. <laughs> this is a family thing and I had to contribute. Um, we got a Sonic ice machine. Now... For those of you out there who do not have Sonic, you're missing out. I mean, seriously. You are. That's that Sonic ice. It just has that certain crunch to it. it. You're not afraid to bite into this ice. You're not. It's It keeps everything cooler. I don't know what it is about it. It's better than cubed ice or crushed ice. It's I think it's called so nugget ice. Isn't it called yeah, nugget nug- ice? Yeah, nugget ice. Um, and I have a little scooper with it, too. Um, it's really changed my world. It rocked it as well. Um, other things I bought. So I started my little poster collection. So what I've been doing, I download this app called Free Prints. And it's really great. Um, you get like 85 free prints a month. And all you have to do is pay shipping. Which isn't even that much. If you buy like 85 prints, it's like $10 for shipping. Um, and it's like four by sevens, I think. And I just like downloaded some poster pictures and I printed them off and they look so good. And I'm going to hang them up on my wall and create like a little like miniature poster wall. Aestheticism at its Mm -hmm. finest. Yeah. Um, I bought a pair of jeans online two months ago and they still haven't shipped. So, I don't know if I'll ever see them, but I hope I do one day. I gave up on my Target duvet dilemma. Um, You know, got lost because they dropped it off at the wrong address, whatever, too late to file a claim, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And I ordered another one, but I had a gift card, so I didn't, like, lose out on that much money. Still upset, but now I have an Urban Outfitters, not ethical, I know, um... Duvet that matches the Kettle Chip Honey Dijon bag. And that's wow. all that matters. Yeah. Well, one thing I'm going to have to pay for eventually. Um, I pre-ordered a video game two years ago. And it's been delayed probably a thousand times. But it's finally coming in three weeks. And once that order comes in, I'll, I'll have to pay the $60 for it. But, you know, I've been preparing to pay for this for a long time. What's the game? The Last of Us Part 2. I've been waiting for this game for five years. I am not joking. Five years I've been waiting for this game. I don't think I've, I've ever waited on anything that long. You know, it's... um. I mean, I bought it. I pre-ordered it two years ago because it finally became available. But, you know, the hype has been for five years. But I'm excited. Finally have something to do where I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. <laughs> Um, anywho, we should actually get to the main part of our Uh podcast. This week, we are talking about the Netflix original series, The Society. Specifically season one. 
Yes, because I don't know when... I know season two is supposed to come out in 2020. I looked up for a trailer. There's not one yet. So who knows when that's coming this year. I would assume that it's soon. Because I know season one came out around this time last year. It could have been delayed, though. Could I mean, due to everything, probably. But, Except for, um, you know, the one thing that wasn't delayed, 13 Reasons Why. They would never. They would never do. That's why they got me. That's why they got me hook, line, and sinker. They know we're counting on them. They, they know, know that it would be over for me if they post <laughs> But if you haven't gathered, this uh, this viewing of the society is my second time around. Uh, I watched it last year during the Sandy hiatus that we don't speak of. Um, I don't even remember it. That's how, that's how well we don't speak of it. <laughs> it was like that the period of summer. I think, okay, we uploaded Radio Rebel and then like nothing for a long time. Hmm. We're uh, not doing that this year. No. Anyway... That I watched it while I was on that writer's road trip thing, and I, <laughs> I have a little fun story to share. So that, you know the show, it starts with like, oh, it's a smelly smell. What's that smelly smell? What is that? <laughs> I started it one night, and I was like, oh, first episode, going to bed, fell asleep on this little cot, whatever. 4.30 a.m., one of the girls standing in the room with me woke up. And was like, what is that? That smelly smell. Smells like burnt garlic bread in this joint. And she's like texting everybody like, what is that? What is that? A skunk had sprayed like right outside the house we were staying in. And like, it's like four in the morning. I'm confused, right? So I'm like waking up. I'm like, oh God, the society's real. Like it's real. I'm waking up. The smell. What's going on? Wow. You were living in it. I really was. I really felt like I was Becca minus, like, pregnancy. (laughs) I remember you were, like, you were talking to me about it while you were on the trip, and I really didn't know what you were talking about, but I was all here for it. Um, And you always said, like, you need to watch this. (laughs) Like, you need to at least try to watch this. And I never got around to it until... We did it for the podcast, and I'm glad we did it because I think this is a perfect C and D classic. It's perfect. I think it's, I think it's perfect. Here's the thing about it: when I went into it, because this is my first viewing, I thought it was gonna be horrible. I thought it was just gonna be a horrible show, and like, there's horrible things about it. I mean, there's a lot. Of, um, the amount of romance in this show really bothers me. Oh, like, uh, I don't started. Want, I'm like, I don't care about these people and their relationships. But it's not a horrible show. It's not. I feel like there are problems with it, but I also love it at the same time. It's so easy to watch. Like, you can fly Mm -hmm. through it. I started the rewatch yesterday at, like, 7 o'clock. Stayed up until 3 in the morning, got to episode 8, woke up, watched 9 and 10 this morning. But to everyone on that road trip who, like, shared a room with me and heard me, like, reenact scenes, like, each night... I just want to give you a special shout out for putting up with that because y'all are cracking up and y'all are probably like, she's stupid. Like, this is not funny. I, I'm going to hand it to the show. The way they like handled how teenagers could handle this type of scenario is great. I feel like this is very realistic of what teenagers would do because, you know, there's always the responsible ones 
you know, like Cassandra and Allie and all them who would like try to keep everything together, try to create a system. And then you have Harry and the other people who just want chaos in the entire thing. And I Mm -hmm. feel like that's realistic as well because they are still teenagers. They don't like, they always lived under the roof of their like parents. So they never have to, they've never had to establish rules and stuff like that, but now they're forced to and it's absolute chaos it's very lord of the flies i also just want to Mm -hmm. apologize for the amount of background noise that's like going on right now um it's out of my control and we're doing the best we can and we're not going to be hard on ourselves this week about sound quality because we did that enough for the past like month i'm just really hoping this works out um anyways so Let's kind of, like, go through our characters. Or, like... Okay, so the basic plot. All these teenagers are going on a trip, but due to a storm, they get sent back to their hometown of, like, West Ham. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, but when they arrive, everybody's gone. All the parents, all the adults, all the younger siblings, or any type of siblings in any way... They're all gone. They're the only people there. And when they figure out that, like, 10 days... Like, they're kind of there for a while. 10 days later, they kind of figure, okay, we're here on our own, and we're going to be here on our own for a while. We don't know how we got here. We don't know why. And we don't know how to get back. Because they can't get back. They're surrounded by woods. And, like, there's nothing out there. They're isolated. They don't know Mm -hmm. where they are. They don't know how they got there. And they have to start establishing some sort of order... So mm-hmm. that things don't go to absolute S-word. Anywho, yeah. um, they, you know, they establish government, which happens in any kind of media where, like, you're stranded. There's always this, like, we have to establish government because, you know, that's the American way of democracy and all that. Like, I was thinking, you know, Lost, Flight 29 Down, yeah. Lord of the Flies, etc., etc. I will say they didn't get into the whole government thing for a while in this show which I kind of like they kind of just at first were like okay we need to establish order and then they finally when everybody started being like we don't like your rules and all that Ali was kind of like okay well somebody will run for mayor and that's when the government thing kind of stepped in yeah they didn't have like formal government for a good bit of time yeah um yeah when you said lost that kind of made me want to watch it again I got through like half of the first season and then, like, supernatural stuff started happening. I was like, this is not what I wanted to watch. I tried to watch Lost a while ago, and it started off really interesting, but I have a difficult time watching shows. I'm relocating because someone's mowing their grass, and I'm so sick of this house that's next to mine. Like, no tea, no shade, but they're allowed all the bloody time. Um, Lost... <laughs> I wish you could see me, like, walking internet people. I'm like, oh, it's worse in this room. Okay. Um, Wow. I love living in a subdivision. That's amazing. Anyway, Lost just wasn't for me. Shows that have, like, huge casts, I feel like it's hard for me to, like, keep up with. I think if you do it right, it works well. Like, I think the reason why it worked with Game of Thrones is because everybody had their own story that kind of, like, all came together in the end, no matter how bad the ending was. Whereas, like, Lost, everybody's in the same area, and they're all dealing with the same exact thing at the same exact time. But, you know, maybe I'll rewatch it. 
I don't think it's for the podcast, but you know. Oh, definitely not. There's there's just too much content. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I have the character list pulled up. This is not by importance of any way because it's really not. Mm-hmm. I think it's by impo- like how popular the um, cast is, but here is our main character. Also, we do not know the names of these people for like. We didn't know names from. I would call like some people like freeform guy, earring girl, you know, big um, little lies. Yeah, big little lies. Looking for Alaska. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna give their nicknames along with their character names. So we have Allie. She is our main character, who really isn't our main character for a while. Um, this is Big Little Lies, because she was in Big Little Lies. You know, Miss... Also um, Supernatural. Miss, I'm selling my virginity for charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, we have Becca. I did not know why... I, I didn't know why she was so high up on this list, but she is, you know, teen mom out here. She's got a little, you know, she's got a little secret... Um, she's not from Pretty Little Liars, but, you know, she has a little secret that she needs to hide. Um, we have Sam. This is a freeform guy, because I literally did not know this was his name until the 10th episode. Um, we have Helena. This is Christian or church girl. I started calling her and Luke, uh, Bill and Hillary. Because, like, they just are... (laughs) Oh, I mean, it kind of works by the end of the uh, season. It kind of works for them. We have Will, who is Allie's best friend. Baby I just Bruno called, Mars. Baby Bruno Mars. I Or I called him um, Allie's lover boy. Um, Elle? Oh, she's Earring Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have Harry. He's rich boy. Poor I mean, little rich boy. Poor little rich Depression. boy. We have Kelly, who was looking for Alaska. Um, Gordy. I mean... Gordy's just Gordy. It, it's just Gordy. Uh, we have Luke, who really... I had so, Okay, so, like, Luke, I never considered a main character. Mm-hmm. He just was kind of there. I also don't know what he looks like. I kind of forgot. Him and, um... Oh, one of those other white boys. They look the exact same. I was I kept getting confused between Harry and Luke. I was for getting the longest time. Luke and mm, what is the I think his name starts with a C. Clark. Yeah, I was getting them two confused. Okay, so I got the three of them confused because they kept talking about Clark needs to be in charge. I'm like, who's Clark? I thought that was Harry. And the other boy, the other one in the guard, I don't even know what his name is. I don't know, because at first when they kept saying Clark, I was like, is that Harry's last name, Clark? And they're just, like, calling him that. <laughs> like, there's too many white boys in this show. Too many. Okay, and then we have Campbell. He is, um, Campbell. Greasy gas station, literally. Just, uh. We have Cassandra. She, um, she's Cassandra. She's too old to be there. Is it Cassandra or Cassandra? Like, they kept I don't, changing how they pronounce her I name. think it depends on the accent, because didn't you say there was a lot of Australians? Yeah, like a, I think a big chunk of the cast, they're either from Australia or New Zealand, because I remember last year I watched some, like, promotional interview thing, and I was like, oh, wow, like, a lot of them are not American. This lawnmower, I'm, it's making me want to tear my skin off. 
Like, why does this man mow his lawn every day? Well, if it makes you feel better, I can't hear it. <laughs> if y'all can hear it, I'm so sorry. And for some reason, she's on the main character list, but not the person after her. Uh, we have Gwen, who is Clark's girlfriend. Again, I can't tell the difference between Clark and all these people. So. She was the one who was like, do you want to give up our big bed even though we're not together anymore, Clarky? I remember that conversation. I just don't remember what she looks like. And she went up to Grizz and was like, do you want this body? And Grizz is like, oh, no. In the t- So she went on the mm-hmm. thing with him. Okay. Then um, in our recurring cast, we have Grizz. Grizz? He needs to be a main. Um, Grizz is just Grizz. And then we have Clark. And then everybody after that is just kind of... I don't know. There. The only one that kind of becomes relevant, I guess, is, like, Lexi. Oh, yeah, Lexi. Huh. And that's really it. There's a lot of people in the show. Uh Oh, and then we have, like, Greg Dewey, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. There's just a lot of people that are important. And then we have the redhead. I don't know who, what her name is. The redhead. Oh, oh, that little girl. I can't. I can't remember her name, and I can't tell who she is. Bus stop girl. I don't remember her. She's name bus either. stop girl. Okay. So since there's a lot of characters to get through, I mean, how do we want to go about this? Um, I think first off, I just need to like set the scene a little bit, and then we can go through our mains, thoughts, discussion. Okay. So just to set the scene, we're in. As we said earlier, we're in West Ham. It's the night of some, like, school play. There's a party going on. And then the smell. The smell is back. It's the been smell. here before because everyone knows it. And they're like, I thought they were getting rid of that. Whatever. And the whole... I'm assuming it's the whole high school is preparing to go on this, like, field trip to the Smoky Mountains. And it seems like they're in, like, New England somewhere. So, okay... Here's my question. I've been, like, asking this question, like, how many people are on, like, who was on this trip exactly? Because there seems to be a lot of people in the community, but, like, not enough people to be, like, a whole high school unless this town is, like, really, really small. It looks like it is kind of small, though, because it seems pretty elitist, and, like, the school itself seems more, not private school, but, like, a little bougier, because... Even, um, I think there's a scene where Becca is talking to Allie. She's like, oh, well, so-and-so's parents are lawyers. She's like, everyone's parents are lawyers. It's basically a requirement. But, like, I just kept getting confused because all these people kept talking about graduation. Then they kept kept talking about, like, oh, like, he's just some guy I met at Yale, but probably not going to meet anymore or see anymore. And then I was like, okay... And then I swear, I heard one of the adults say, like, the senior class is going on a field trip. But then Cassandra and Allie are going on it together, and they can't be the same age because they're sisters and they're not twins. I so I was, like, super was, confused. I think the majority was seniors. Like, Harry's a senior, I'm pretty sure. Kelly. I think Becca was, too, because she said she met somebody. Becca, Sam, Helena... Luke, like m- most of it is seniors, but I'm pretty sure that Allie and Will, because they're best friends, and I think they're like, they they grew up together essentially. I think they are younger, so maybe it's like juniors and seniors. Maybe because I Dewey, don't I don't think was a senior. I don't know. I feel like they should have clarified it just a little bit more. 
like, just a little it was detail. The high school, but I could have been wrong. But they all, you know, they all like pack up, get on these buses for this little overnight trip. And I was reading through a Reddit thread the other day about just like theories and stuff, and they're talking about the smell. They're like, what if the smell was like a gas? And, like, that's Mm. why everyone on the bus was asleep. Because, like, I've been on these, like, little overnight bus trip things. And let me tell you, no No, one is ever, like, everyone's asleep. Yeah. And on a bus. And, like, nobody's willing to, like, sleep on another person's shoulder if you don't really know them that well. Oh, I'd be clocking out. I used to sleep on the bus all the time. But, like, it was never the whole group. And And then that bus driver. I knew from the beginning that bus driver had something to do with it. Because... Cassandra, not Cassandra, but Becca was scrolling through her phone, like, from, like, the second episode or something, Mm -hmm. and I saw the bus driver who was looking back. I'm like, okay, where's this bus driver? He came back. So, where did he go? And so did all the others, because there was, like, five or six buses. And what's with the dog? Like, I I can't imagine this is the only dog in that town. We'll get to it. Okay, so they get back, and they're saying, like, it's a rock slide. We have to bring everyone back, you know, go home, whatever. So everyone's gathered outside trying to call their parents, like, yo, we're back. No one can get in touch with anybody. Um, People go home, and their parents are missing, but the cars are still there. They don't have access to the outside world. Like, they don't have Wi-Fi. They can all connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Like via text, via phone call, but they can't reach anyone not like there in that group. So can they not even get on the internet? Like, I'm just guessing they couldn't get on the internet because mm-hmm. Gordy was even like, oh, I need to go to the library. And I was like, wait, don't you have internet? But I was like, eh, they probably don't because then even- you can get on... You can probably get on social media and for stuff like, like that. their prom with like the music and stuff. They only have what's on CD and what's been downloaded. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have anything that's in the cloud. And nobody has anything downloaded these days. No, that that was kind of like scary to think about. Because sometimes I'm like, like minimalist mindset about a lot of stuff. Like I'm like, oh, well, I don't need the physical copy anymore because blah blah blah. But I'm like, if something like that ever happened, I'd be so screwed. <laughs> if I ever get sucked into a parallel universe, <laughs> if I'm ever a teenager again and I'm trapped in this town, <laughs> I would just kill myself. Honestly, mm-hmm. it would be over. If I had to be, if I had to go back, this is no shade to anyone that I went to school with, but like, I cannot relive that. I'm so no, sorry. I just know that, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, from my high school who would be. You know what? I could imagine who would be in charge. It would be easily the valedictorian, and everybody would listen to her. It would be the same, like, office people that were in charge back then. Like, our office people weren't horrible, but, like, our valedictorian, everybody loved her. Like, no, like, everybody did. So, it would have been easy to just listen to her. So, I feel like that's the situation we could have been in. Ours was, like, um... I have no doubt it would be, I mean, if she was still here, she doesn't, she doesn't live here anymore, but she, um, like, she was good at what she did, I guess, so, like, everyone kind of knew she was, like, really high-strung, but it is what it is. Yeah. She, she kind of reminded me of Cassandra in a lot of ways, like, very, like, it has to go yeah. like this order, which I agree with to an extent. I, I don't know. It all seemed very petty, but I think that's what made it realistic, because when they realize, like, yo, we're stuck here, like, we're not going anywhere in the foreseeable future, Harry is just so, that's poor little rich boy, by the way, so, like, just butthurt. He's like, yeah. Cassandra's telling me what to do again. It's just because she was class president, and she's embarrassing me, and Kelly doesn't want to be with me anymore. 
And everybody is always like, maybe if Cassandra like had sex and she would loosen up a little bit. I'm like, D- is that what y'all think loosens people up? Like seriously. And my and- girl was busting it wide. Y'all just didn't know her like her life. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh. N- so when they came home, they like. I mean, um, Harry said, like, he had a younger sibling. I'm sure everybody else had younger siblings or older siblings as well. But nobody wanted, like, said anything about them. They didn't even mention, like, all the adults are gone. Like, the librarian is gone or something like that. They were just like, our parents are gone. Our parents. As if their parents were the only other people in the town. I kind of get it, though, because it's like, those are the only thing to care about. Like, you know? Yeah, but, like, if my little sister was gone as well, I'd be like, would they just take her with her? Take her with them? Katie would have been like, bye. <laughs> just kidding. Got this house to myself. Katie's like, finally I'm free. The shackles are off. Anywho, so, you know, the first few episodes is them, like, trying to figure out what to do basically and you know Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff is happening there's some riots going on people are like ransacking the grocery stores stuff like that they're you know grabbing by the way classic teenagers they're grabbing all the junk food first except for one the earring girl she grabbed all the carrots and I don't I did not understand that I thought they were trying to do some like anorexia kind of thing with her because she's ballerina but I don't oh yeah it didn't make any sense. I was they just they never like went back to that ever again. And Allie was like giving her this whole big speech about this movie and I had no idea what she was talking about oh. either. She would have got hit in real life. Someone would have like smacked her. Yeah, and I don't know. Like why do you need so many carrots? What's with the carrots? She you got rabbits. I want somewhere. my eyesight to be incredible. She said I want to yeah. be able to see into a different dimension. Yeah, but obviously if they don't know when they're coming home, they got to figure out a way to ration the food. See, so. that's what makes me angry about this kind of media. Whenever there is, like, movies or shows where they have to ration, I feel like everyone does it wrong. And I'm not trying to say, like, I'm a know-it-all ration queen. But, like, I feel, like, in my head, I would know what to do. Because this, this is what they should have done, right? Instead of, like, act crazy and, like, create these like elaborate meals I'm like you need to first of all freeze everything that you can so that it lasts yes longer there had to be meat there there had to be bread there produce dairy products and stuff like that and like what did they like they just gonna let the bread go moldy did they just like like that's what it seemed like I'm like freeze everything and then before you start getting into like the non-perishables Work on the perishables, you know? Yeah. Have also, that fruit salad for breakfast. This is why the Thanksgiving episode bugged me so much. They wasted so much food. And here's the thing. I don't like turkey. I'm not a turkey gal, but four turkeys. Four turkeys. They had I mean, a bunch of people, so I get it. But I'm like, why Thanksgiving? I know you want, like, that normalcy or whatever, but... Could they not, like ask everybody like what they want for like you know how when you're going on a school field trip and they like give you a little piece of paper that says okay check off what you want to eat from this like we're gonna go to this restaurant you gotta check off what you want to eat or something like that and you check it off I feel like they should have done that so they wouldn't waste so much food because there was one character who even said she was vegetarian so like bean bean yeah like what if 
And there was so much pumpkin pie. And I'm like, what if some people don't want pumpkin pie? What if it goes to waste? Because pumpkin pie is such a controversial food. I feel like you're either really here for it or you don't like it at all. It's not Uh one of those, like, I kind of like pumpkin pie. Like, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. And I just felt like the way they handled it was stupid. It kind of reminded me of that Shailene Woodley movie, Adrift, where, like, she's stuck Mm. on that boat. And that girl's just globbing that peanut butter. I'm like, baby, you don't know how long you're going to be here. Chill out. And then I just don't get people who feel like hoarding everything for themselves when obviously people are going to come for them, like, later on. Like, it's so obvious that people are going to come for you. It's just crazy. It's crazy how they did it. And, like, I get it's realistic because I feel like teenagers would be this way. Mm -hmm. And that one kid who was like, I need a Gatorade. And the guys were like, there's Gatorade in the cafeteria. Which, by the way, like, nobody would give you a Gatorade if you don't need it. That's not a, that's not an essential need. Yeah, and he's like, I don't like the yellow. And they're like, some people like the yellow. I like how they handled it. They were like, you're being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Some people just... This, those are the type of people I don't want to deal with in this they, type of situation. They brought up um, realistic issues, because I feel like a lot of times in... Like, I'm thinking of the Hunger Games or whatever. They skip mm-hmm. over certain things, and, like, they straight up brought up menstruation. They're like, yo. Like, there's only gonna... three boxes of the tamps left, y'all. Like... Yeah. I wonder how they would deal with that. I said menstrual cup, ladies. Menstrual cup. What if they don't have it? Like, what if there's limited supplies? They're going to have to go... They're just going to have to go reusable. They're going to have to, like, stitch some stuff up. They're just like, going to have to work. <laughs> Like, was uh, was the grocery stores, were they restocked before all this happened? Even was if it- they were, it wouldn't last forever, you know? Yeah. Ugh, Even the know. way they did inventory ticked me off. Like, they sent, like, two people to do inventory. For, like, a whole grocery store. You know how much stuff is in a grocery store? Exactly. A lot of stuff. And you're going to mean, think count everything. Thank goodness it wasn't a Publix. It would have taken forever. I just... The way they handled it. And then, like, the things I think they did right, like, survivalist-wise, like, even though, and I know some people would disagree, like, having a form of, like, government, like, a lot of people are like, no, no, anarchy. I think you kind of need it to, like, you need someone to be in charge to oversee everything. Yeah. And the way they did the jobs rotations, I think, was perfect. The way they did, um, like, the guard or whatever made sense i really like the whole council thing i'm really into that they did that um on the walking dead for like a couple of the groups they were in instead of just having like one leader they made like a council of people who can like speak on behalf of the community like a town hall yeah so it's just not like one person like speaking for everybody which i think is really smart um but one thing what was i gonna say i don't remember what i was gonna say Shoot. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. So there were a lot of issues. Like, they brought up a lot of, like, social issues as well. So, like, gun violence and stuff like that. Because, you know, I don't, like, I guess, you know, a lot of these parents, they just be hoarding these guns. Ex- uh, especially uh, Christian girls' uh, dad. It seems like a pretty conservative area, mm-hmm. given that oh, yeah. everyone is, like, very into church. This is the second review in a row we've done where, like, it's very, like, church-oriented. But, yeah. Um, and Helene, the views on women. 
Where... Helene with her thing with guns. The things they said about Cassandra and Kelly, absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. But, you know, so what was the instance where every like, what... What what was the thing that made Allie say, okay, we gotta take all the guns? Like, I don't remember what event it was exactly. Sandra getting shot. Yeah, but, like, wasn't there, like, another thing where, like... Um, I think Campbell came in the room and fired a gun off one time. But I think that was when Cassandra was still alive. Wait, oh, wasn't it the cafeteria scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kid accidentally dropped the gun, went off, and then everyone else pulled theirs out. Like, woo, woo, woo. That's my thing. I'm like, okay, so here's the thing. So, yeah, obviously somebody's shot Cassandra. That should have been the first instinct to say, like, okay, guns need to be taken away, like, immediately. And people could shout, like, human rights or whatever, but, you know, Cassandra lost her human right to live when she was shot in the head. Helene straight up said it, like, the way it made sense. Like, I agree, like, they things should have been taken up after that, because, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of children running around with guns, like, that just ain't it. Um, she was like, anyone who wants to hide a gun from you can. Yeah. They obviously, because they have a reason to, or they feel like they have a reason to. And it's and like, those even are the... if you search it, they can hide it well enough to where you won't find it. Yeah. Um... It's, like, again, it's not like The Walking Dead where everybody has to have a gun because there's an enemy out there, you know, that has no mind. But these are all teenagers who can work together, you know. So, like, why have guns in this community? How are you going to destroy all those guns? Exactly. Like, you can't. So, like, obviously, like, people are like, it's not fair that you get to have a whole arsenal, but, like, it's not like they were going to use them. But, I mean, they did, though. They did, but, like, I don't know. I just think Allie was super annoying. Like, anytime anything would happen, like, and she's our main character. She's the one we're supposed to be, like, rooting for or whatever. She whined about everything. I'm like, girl. I know. She was like, Will doesn't want me. And then she'd be like, do you think they're trying to poison me with the pie? Do you think it's about me, 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 me? I feel like Will should have stepped in and said, like, girl, this ain't about you. Exactly. This isn't about you. I'm like, the world does not revolve around you. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's what she wanted all along. Like, when her sister was alive, because Cassandra's the older sister, she was like the golden child, you know, smart, class president, whatever. And Allie felt like, I'm living in her shadow. Um, and they would fight, and Cassandra and her little heart defect. That, by the way, when she got sick and her lips were blue and she was about to die, like, Allie comes in, she's like, oh, I took your medicine. I thought you forgot it. I was like, don't take her freaking medicine. Like, she's gonna freaking die. Oh, my goodness. How would she forget her own medicine if she's, oh, my goodness. Also, did they ever get into that pharmacy? Maybe that's the season two thing. I don't know. I feel like they, they would get... have had to for, like, all the hospital stuff. Yeah. Which was, you know, I already said the Thanksgiving episode wasn't, you know, I was expecting a little bit more high, but, you know, I feel like everybody coming together to fix the problem, you know, great teamwork, everybody. There was a lot of Grey's Anatomy elements in this show, mm-hmm. um, with Becca's birth, with Kelly doing her first IV <laughs> line. Oh, Becca's birth. When when Kelly did, she, she started said, hanging that baby. I'm like, here's the thing. I don't know how to deliver a baby. So when she started hanging it upside down, I'm like, isn't that like shaking baby syndrome or something? When I, like, I know like if they can't breathe or whatever, you're supposed to like 
And then they can breathe. You're supposed to, like, pat it on the back. Like, you're supposed, you're supposed to, to, oh, to, like, hunt that baby. You're supposed to, but, like. <laughs> I know you're just, like, supposed to, like, turn it on. It's, like, turn it upside down. Just, like, but not, like, dangle it. I am not in the but maternity I be, area. I could be wrong. Though. I said what couldn't I be me when they were doing that. Couldn't be me. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay, and the other social issue I want to bring up, those men, I swear, I was like, if y'all would just die, I would, this place would be so much better. The only man that I would keep is literally Grizz. Grizz. Everybody, because all these guys came together, and they were like, these women around here have us wrapped around their fingers. It's time to show them who's really in charge. They won't put out unless we listen to them. I'm so sexually deprived. Like, are we supposed to like these people? Like, ew. The, the, I will say the guard, even though they're all really annoying, the pre-dawn raid scene is my favorite <laughs> thing. Like, it's oh. so funny. It's like, if if you would imagine two brain cells being split amongst, like, four or five people, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. It's just, the way they just talked about women in this show... This is why I was rooting for them. We were all rooting for them. We were. And, you know, I was kind of like, I don't know, because episode three was when we started seeing, like, all the women come together saying, like, okay, we all have the brain cells in this community, so we need to come together. But I kind of didn't like how, like, in like that was the main theme of the episode, but also, we need prom. It was like, oh, it's such an issue. And, like... I personally think it was a waste of resources. I do too, because like, prom is obviously not essential. Like, duh. And I understand why they did it. They needed something to like boost morale to like make people feel okay. Like, like I get that too. But I think it should have been waited. It like they should have waited until they had everything together. Like everything was still kind of like tense with people people needed to form some type of government they needed to like think about their resources they needed to do more research on how much like i don't know like what they meant but like how much electricity we have left i don't know how that stuff works but they needed to figure it out somehow it's like Elle's idea to have the weekly movie night thing i didn't think that was a bad idea i was like well it's it's a thing for everyone to do together but i'm like weekly like she's like we can pop popcorn i'm like I'm like, maybe uh, make that, like, a once-a-month kind of thing. Yeah, and then all these people, like, being in their houses with their laptops and, like, watching movies. And then I get why they put Campbell and Elle in a, in their own house. Because Campbell has bad energy. But still, it's like... He's a psychopath, apparently, and that's on Shane Dawson. He's a psychopath but like he gets he doesn't have to play by the rules because he's a psychopath Mm -hmm. but also like how do you deal with that it's just okay so to talk about Campbell for a second it needs to be said Campbell is the cousin to Allie and Cassandra and Sam who is that's all right baby get a little loud with that pantry girl get a little loud move them cans um he is Becca teen mom's best friend um and Grizz's little lovey-dovey pumpkin pie. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Freeform and Greasy Gas Station brothers don't get along. Campbell, literally psychotic. And then he kind of lures Ellen, who is Earring Girl. She's antisocial, so he can easily manipulate her. Exactly. He doesn't have to work to isolate her from anybody because she doesn't really have any friends. Um, and at first, like, Elle's like, yeah, he's just a little kinky. He's just a little playful. <laughs> put your put your hand around my throat. And then she's uh, like... Drown me in the bathtub. <laughs> you kill me already. Kill me. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to put antifreeze in this pie. I was like... <laughs> Like, girl, this is not going to turn out that the way you want. That was the season highlight. Her pouring that in a prison. I said, I mean, I was like, girl, I'm with you with this. But we all know this is not going to turn out the way you want. Because he knows. He knows. You could just tell. Like, he never has to say that he knew anything. Um. Also, that was some liquidy pumpkin pie. I know. It, per- it came out perfectly congealed. It was like, it was just straight up water when she put it in the oven. And the color was wrong. You know, I appreciated her effort. And then Campbell's like, you're just like me. Because you wanted to take everyone out. You're just like me. And she's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, you're my little, like, poisoner or something. Ew. (laughs) And it's really sad. But eventually she does, like, tell Becca. Not Becca. Christian girl. Helena, that's her name, I think. She eventually tells Helena, because Helena's, you know, Helena's a, a, she's a good Christian girl. She, she helps people. But, you know, he has, he finds out. It's a small town. He finds out. And, um, eventually she goes to Allie, because she doesn't want anybody to get hurt. And she's like, you have to arrest me. I poison everybody. And, like, so Allie knows, like, oh, she tried to poison him, but it kind of turned on everybody else. But she can't tell everybody that because everybody's going to get on to Elle about it. And then that turns into this whole thing. Campbell says, Allie arrested my girlfriend for no reason. We're going to run for mayor. <laughs> okay, so our mayoral candidates are Allie, obviously, because she's basically been holding office since Cassandra died. Or Cassandra, whatever her name is. And then we have Harry, who was convinced by Campbell to run. We have because he's rich boy. Luke for like 2.5 seconds before Helena was like, baby, you and I You're both know this. this is not for you. But they, I feel like they really tried to make Luke a main character. Like they were like, yeah, he's a quarterback. I'm like, literally no one cares. But I kept forgetting about him. Exactly. Like they were like. Everyone respects you, Luke. I'm like, no one cares about you at all. And then our queen bee, our theatrical sweetheart, Miss Lexi, marches up to the stand, late as heck, talking about, Allie? You're going to vote for Allie? And then she's like, Harry just wants to get everything back for himself. Which is true. Because at first I was like, okay, she's speaking some facts. And I was like, no, this is going to turn ugly. Mm -hmm. She's like, Allie allowed these boys to torture me. Torture me. And nobody likes that. And, you know, I think Allie could have handled that situation a little better. Mm -hmm. I will say that. But, you know. It was humiliating what Lexi had to go through. And the guard, they clearly just acted completely out of order in that scenario as well. But, I, I don't know. I just feel like Allie is so far up her own crack. Like, she doesn't really care about anything else. 
Yeah. Here was my, this was my biggest problem with Lexi. When Allie asked, like, what do you plan to do if you become mayor? And Lexi's like, I don't think that should be your concern. I'm like, isn't that everybody's concern? Exactly. She didn't have a plan. Like, the other like, you two know, had a plan. Like, you know when people, like, run for things, they have a plan that they show to people. And that's how people vote for them. Their platform. Like, yeah, like, what was even her platform? She didn't have one. Like, she would just go up and be like, he's wrong because of X, Y, and Z. She's wrong because of X, Y, and Z. She should have just me. been, like, a... She should have just been, like, a journalist or something. Just, like, pointing out the straight facts. I'm like, it... Well, maybe not a journalist because opinions. But, like, it, it just... That's true. It was just kind of... I don't know. And people were ready to back Lexi because I guess she was different than the other two. But I'm like, she's not promising you anything because she doesn't have a plan. Harry, he's like, you know, we shouldn't all have to share everything, blah, blah, blah. Which I... I get it, kind of. Because people basically just ransacked his house. And then... Allie is like, what's mine is yours, and what is all of yours is ours, which is like communism. But I'm like, <laughs> no one is right in this scenario, and Luke is just stupid. Yeah, and then Harry is just, he keeps complaining about the work. He gets depressed partly because he's being humiliated, being the cafeteria lady, you know, dumping vegetables and then he's like i have to take out the garbage how humiliating is this and i'm like no one cares about classism in this society because money has no value yeah because everybody else is doing it everybody else is doing it here exactly nobody cares it's like when he shows kelly i have these bars of gold like we're safe and kelly's like what good is this gonna do in this society like literally the name of the show what good is this gonna do in this society like, money and gold and, like, anything that would be traditionally valuable is no longer valuable anymore. No, hard work is valuable, pretty much. The only way you eat is if you work, which I think is a good system. Exactly. If you're not going to work, then what are you going to... Like, that makes me think, like, was Campbell working? Like, what was he doing? I, I didn't... don't know. Because, like, did he ever go to the cafeteria? Was he just eating off of his, like, stuff in his kitchens? Which... Here's okay. This is another thing I need to complain about. I get this is like a complicated scenario, but you know, when they get there, everybody already has food in their own kitchens. But they're also doing like lunches at cafeterias and stuff. So people are obviously snacking on foods in their kitchens. Like, I don't know if this is like another thing where it's like, what's mine is yours, but you know, in my head, like, this is what I've done. Like, I would have just taken all my food and just given it to the cafeteria. Exactly. Be- because at that point, it's like, I feel, I would feel selfish. I would just feel like I have my own food that I can, and I feel like I would just go through it anyways. I couldn't ration it for myself. I feel like it'd be the smartest way to do things. I just feel like kids aren't smart. Like, I just feel like kids are dumb. And I think that's the whole point of the show, but what is that, like, they don't know what they're doing. bugged me is, like, they got certain elements of being a child and being in charge right, Like, just, like, the confusion and the chaos and, like, not knowing what to do. But also, you have them trying to, like, pretend to be adults almost. Especially, like, I think of Helena and Luke. Like, them, like, their little, like, nightly, like, let's lay down together bullcrap. Like, I was like, ew, what is this? And they're like, let's get married. I'm like, is that your biggest problem right now? Exactly. Like, Becca is literally pregnant. She's also, did nobody know she was pregnant until she had the baby? Because uh, I think people in the came up. They didn't because she wasn't showing. Well, like a couple of girls like came up to her in the hospital and were like, "You're pregnant," 
And she was all she was also wearing like pretty heavy clothing. I'm like, how did she hide this for all this time? I mean, I guess people do it. I I've never been pregnant. I don't know. I mean, what's the point of hiding it when you're like the only one getting pregnant and you gotta have a baby? I guess it's because no one knows the baby daddy, and which is who I I want to know the whole. I don't even know that I have a theory for it because basically Sam, her best friend, who is gay. It's like, you know what? We can say that I'm the baby's dad. Like, it'll be believable. Which, We're which best nobody, friends. a lot of people don't really believe mm-hmm. it. I mean, so, somebody did say sexuality is fluid, but at the same time, everybody's like, but he's gay. <laughs> I mean, but you know, sometimes it just, you, sometimes they do it once and he, he made the excuse saying I was lonely and she was there. I mean, it's a possibility. But he was just yeah. trying to do a solid for her. Um, and I'm like, why can't you just tell him who it was? And then why couldn't he communicate with Grizz that, like, hey, this isn't actually my child? Like, I know he's trying to keep Becca's secret <sighs> yeah. safe. But their little, like, fight that they had made me so was sad. was so dumb. It, my biggest thing was when he first said, like, I'll be the baby's dad. I thought it meant, like, adoptive dad or, like, something like that. And I was like, oh, cool. Because when Kelly asked, like, who's the dad? And Becca said, Sam. I was like, maybe, you know, she's technically not lying. I mean, adoptive dad, you know, is the dad. But everybody kind of went with the whole, like, oh, he's the biological dad. And then the whole Grizz thing, it didn't make sense either. Because if Sam really liked Grizz, he could have just explained it. And Grizz would have understood. He would have understood. Because Grizz is literally golden. I love him. He's such a cute little nature boy. He might have had a problem because he said he was going to come out in college mm-hmm. or something like that. And maybe he just didn't want people to know. I don't know. I don't know what the whole deal well, was with that. even, like, him coming out, like, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I feel like Sam could have been baby. like, hey, this thing with me and Becca, that's not my biological child, but I am yeah. helping out my friend. And he would have understood. Trying, I'm just trying to think, like, logically. But there's no logic behind it. But also they kissed in front of, like, the wilderness group. That's true. But I don't think it was in front of everybody, though. I think it was, like, a way. Because then the girl would have, wouldn't have, like... I don't know. I think with Grizz, it's complicated. Because in a lot of ways, he seems very, like, open about who he is. Because, like, he just straight up tells um, Gwen, like, yo, like, I'm not into you. Um... But at the same time, his friend group is the guard. His friend group is, like, the athletic, like, jock boys. Yeah. So, maybe, like, he even said, he was like, you know, I love all of y'all, but I was planning to go to college and never see y'all again. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, So, back to, like, the baby's real father. So, like, they made such a big deal out of the fact that, like, she didn't want to tell anybody. And she just kind of said he was just some person some jerk that I met at a party when I went to visit this college. And at first I was like, that makes sense, but why are we making such a big deal out of it? Like, why do we keep bringing it up time and time again? I feel like she's lying. I think, okay, so I've read this in a thread, and this was like an idea that I was like toying around with, but I wasn't sure. I said, what if Luke's the baby's dad? And let me explain why. So Luke, right, him and Helena, they're like religious married straight out of high school incestuous couple um 
they don't have sex because our girl is pro virginity. She's pro no premarital sex. But she do be she do be she do be getting on the knees to do other things and praying, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm saying on it. She is like not giving giving him what he wants. And then Luke, maybe at this party, that was like his time to Yeah. So I had a theory that somebody in the town was the was the dad. But then again, I would have been like if somebody figured out that Becca was pregnant and they knew they had sex with her around the same time that she conceived the baby, like, somebody could do the math. Wouldn't they step up and say, or, like, couldn't we get a glimpse of somebody looking worried and being like, oh, is this, is this my child? But not, like, saying it. Like, I feel like the show could have done something with that if it is somebody in the town. Like, it, we know that it's not Sam. We know that it's not Grizz. We know that it's not Will. It could be Harry. Kelly and Becca were flipping through those party pictures and she's like some jerk that I met at a party and like Harry at the beginning is like we don't own each other Kelly what about um Campbell he could have manipulated her I guess maybe that's why they mentioned that whole rape thing and Becca was like see that's what I thought at first I thought it was like something like that but but it's like we don't know but then, like, I think this needs to be brought up again because they're making such a big deal out of it. Maybe that's why she didn't tell Sam because Campbell's his brother. Ooh, I'm excited for season two because I, mean, I yeah, want to know. They, they better bring this up. Who who else have we not talked about character wise? Um, let's see. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about every. I mean, Gordy. Gordy was He's, like. Cassandra's not like, even boyfriend. Boy toy. <laughs> she was someone for okay. She just liked to mess around with Gordy. Like Gordy thought Cassandra hung the moon in the sky. But mm-hmm. she just kind of settled on him because the guy she was hooking up with is not in this town. Yeah, and even Allie points out like you're using him or something like that. And he tries to help her. He's looking up all these medical books on how to like work with hearts i don't know he's become the next christina yang um and but you know she dies anyway so you know who cares problem (laughs) did you understand the coin flipping scene i did not okay so here's the here first of all went on way too long and she kept going with tails and i was like okay there's in some type of universe where only like there's only one thing like going on like there's only one side of the coin they're in some type of parallel universe. And I thought that would have explained it. But then she was like, heads. I'm like, nobody gets tails that many times. Mm-mm. And it, it was like the longest scene. And I understand it was a parallel to the school play because she did the coin flip there. But we don't know. Like, we think they're in another parallel. They're, or they're in another parallel. What am I talking about? They're in a parallel universe. But also, like, we're considering a time jump because on day 10 of being there, there's the solar eclipse and Gordy's like, oh, like, it's just a regular scheduled event, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then they look it up and the next solar eclipse to happen in the northern, like, hemisphere is not set for 2024. And this show takes place in 2019. That's what I thought at first because, like, what if the smell was so bad that people had to evacuate but then again like why would the grocery store still be like this way why like i don't know there's just a lot of things that i could consider but then the last scene of the series or the season is of everybody in the regular universe 
they're like the parents are reading to kids or whatever they have these like yellow ribbons on which i assume is for the kids they lost like a memoriam it's a memoriam and then they say we will already always remember and it's all the kids names Mm -hmm. so like they're assuming they died so like they never came back dog to explain that a little bit in the universe with all the characters we just talked about there's like a dog is running through the streets and Cassandra sees the dog the night she's killed and then Elle sees the dog and takes it in and it's assumed that Campbell kills the dog. Yeah, because Sam brought up the fact there there's a reason why we never had a dog. Exactly. And then at the end, that same dog is running through the normal universe. Okay, so he's the only tie between these two, but like why? Is he the only? We have no idea. And where is this bus driver? Who is this bus driver? Where is are the other alien? bus drivers? I know. Like, this bus driver obviously has something to do with it. Like, I, as soon as I saw that picture in, like, the third episode of Becca, I don't know if it was a third episode, but when Becca was looking through the pictures, my dog is barking really loud. Maybe he's the tie. <gasps> my dog is the tie. Um... When I saw that picture and, like, immediately, like, I saw the bus driver who was, like, turning around looking suspicious. I'm like, that just can't be a coincidence. It can't that be. That cannot be. And it has something to do with it. And the fact that this whole show is, like, revolved around the smell is hilarious. Like, the smell, the Smoky Mountains, um, what's another S word? The sound of boys the saying society. the C word when they shouldn't. The society. The um, I do wish Sam would have said something earlier about how his dad was involved in, like, the whole lawsuit thing. His dad and Allie and Cassandra's dad. Yeah, because Campbell was like, they'll blame all of us for this. And I'm like, no, they won't. You're... Your parents' actions don't reflect on you. Yeah. And they could have figured it out, like, in a quicker time, maybe. I don't know, though. Like, I just want to know, like, why they're in. I want to see an explanation. I want to see where the bus driver is. I want to see what his deal is. I want to know what who Becca's baby daddy is. Yeah. I want to see why the kids, out of all of them, are there. Because I think they kind of, like played with the idea that it's revenge for their parents or like they or they saved us from something but I don't know if that's the case are they in another universe or like I want to know all of the answers Mm -hmm. and I hope we get a lot of them in season two I don't know if we'll review season two right away um so that might just be too much society content in a short amount of time but But I definitely want to watch it I do want to watch it, and maybe, maybe we'll come back with another discussion. So, what's our what's our rating of um, this? I'm gonna give this. Let's see. I'm gonna give this like, uh, I'll give it five pumpkin pies out of ten. Ooh, okay. I would give it. Wow, this show is like sentimental to me, not in the same way that Thirteen Reasons is, but I just have memories attached. I will give it. Six and a half pre-dawn raids out of ten. Okay. Um, should we take a quiz? We should. We 
are taking a quiz called who is your the society partner in crime i just swallowed that piece of ice so fast (laughs) that i could speak okay if you want to survive you need someone who has your back by simply simone a community contributor thank you simply simone simone you're anything but simple you're complex (laughs) which item would you grab in order to survive a knife my iphone and charger they said androids this ain't for you my wallet water bottles extra jackets and coats to keep us warm or none of these okay so we gotta think that we're in the society okay so for me at least iphone and charger yes that's a way to communicate but it's not essential because you know you can just knock on people's doors you know where everybody is um knife you know we're not that desperate yet maybe season two we'll get we'll get that desperate um my wallet nobody's paying for anything um so i feel like either water balls or extra jackets and coats to keep us warm Hmm. I don't know. Considering we're in the summertime right now, I don't think, like, I would go for jacket. But, like, a part of me wants to say none of these and get one of those, like, multi-purpose tool things. Like, I saw this mm -hmm. hair clip on Pinterest the other day. It was, like, a survivalist hair clip. It had a box cutter and, like, a screwdriver and everything, but it was still a hair clip. Yeah. I'm going to go with water bottles. Did they even talk about it in the show? Like, I know they were talking about running out of electricity, which they never did, by the way. That kind of became, like, they never talked about that ever again, which I think they should have. But the, did they ever talk about, like, water supply? Like, like what was the deal with that? I think that's why they had multiple people share a house. Because they're like, well, if we run out of water... At least, like, we'll have these other houses as backup. But I don't know if that's how water works. Like, I don't know if people have to, like, work to filter the... I'm dumb. I don't know how water stuff works. I mean, I don't either, so... Um, yeah. I mean, okay, let's just move on. (laughs) Would you like to be a leader? I don't know. Not really. Or, yeah, I would. If nobody else would, sure. Never in a billion years. I'd like to be the leader's sidekick or I'll co-lead with someone else. Okay. So, I feel like two of these kind of contradict themselves. So, it says IDK, not really. And then, if nobody else would, sure. I mean, if nobody else is going to step up, I mean, I'll step up. But, like, doesn't mean I'll like it. But I want to see everybody survive. So I I'm... would pick co-lead. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say if nobody else would, sure. If it, if it can mean your death, would you always speak your mind? Mm, yeah, always. No, I'll do anything to stay alive. It depends on what people advise me to do. I will if I have people backing me up. Not when it means I'll be dead or I honestly have no idea. Ooh. I don't know, because, like, what if you're trying to speak up about something that can mean, like, your death anyways? Like, what if, like, let's say Lexi was mayor, and she's like, okay, so all the, no, let's use Harry in this situation. 
uh, what he'll say, okay, all the poor people are going to die now. We don't need them. But, like, so if you speak up, like, either way, you're going to die <laughs> if you're one of the poor people. I feel like all of that is so circumstantial, and I have no idea. It would depend on what yeah. the issue was. If it was something less serious, I might just be like, okay, whatever. But I'm going to go with I honestly have no idea because I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to say the same thing because I, I don't know either. What is your biggest weakness? I trust people too easy. I tend to get angry over stupid things. I forgive people when I shouldn't. I have no weaknesses because I'm perfect and unflawed. I don't really have my own opinion or none of these. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to say I tend to get angry over stupid things. We all, like, I don't know. Just, like, the little things. I'm not saying I would get angry over people are sharing my house. I'm not the rich kid anymore. <laughs> I was going to pick the same option because, like, just before we started today, I could not get Zoom to work. And I was sitting here like, oh, my God, what is wrong with it? Like, there are mm-hmm. bigger problems in the world. But also, Harry, with having that many people in your house, that I know that would drive me insane. Like, I know I would lose my mind. Yeah, it would drive me insane. But I think, I don't know, I feel like anybody else who was sharing their house would feel the same way, you know? I feel like he was the only one that had a stupid amount of people in his house. He had, like, 19 people. Because he had, like, the biggest house, pr- pretty much. Okay, do you agree? What is mine is rightfully yours. No, not at all. My stuff is mine. <laughs> I kind of do. I love to share. No, but when it comes to life or death, I'll share to stay alive. Not rightfully. Heck yes, without sharing, you're nothing. Sharing is caring. I don't even know what this means. Why is there, like, two options for each, like, statement? Like, it's just wording for two different things. I'm going to say no, but when it comes to life or death, I'll share to stay alive. You know, if we're not in the society, it's my stuff. (laughs) I'm going to go for not rightfully. Like, I feel like if when you're in a scenario like that, I'm not saying I would be, like, I'm going to hoard all my stuff and Mm -hmm. not share it. But also, you're not about to just come in and, like, start taking stuff willy-nilly. Like, that ain't it. Again, I think these, like, questions are really vague because it just depends on what you're talking about. Because if it's, like, personal items, like, no, that's not yours. But if it's stuff that we need to survive, then yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Like, it would have to be, like, rationed. I have a lot of opinions on rationing. (laughs) Um, which sentence inspires you the most? I am not normal. I will never be. Get used to it. And ever knew I need it first. But I dirty and I runny. <laughs> you're name me and you're naughty. Retiring, you're lost. I feel like Halsey would be in this show. I just feel like she would. Okay. Everything will be okay eventually, just not now. I don't deserve that that is happening to me or none of these. Um, I mean, I guess the only one that seems inspiring is everything will be okay eventually, just not now. That was what I was going to pick. I mean, everything, everything else just seems either like it seems selfish or like just weird. <laughs> I feel like that's my approach to, like, literally everything, is it's all going to work out eventually. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing you do in the morning? 
Snooze my alarm, duh. Breakfast, I need food. Morning walks, always. Every morning is different. I check my social media channels, obviously. Who calls it a social media channel? <laughs> or something else. Um. Okay, when I say I check my social media channels, here's the thing. It's not like I'm a social media, you know, star or anything. I check my analytics. <laughs> it's literally just scroll through Twitter and TikTok and maybe Instagram, and that's it. I go on Instagram every single morning. So. I'm, like, bored at Instagram at this point. I'm, like, so done with it. It's I just, just love looking at stuff. Oh, that's like Pinterest. I feel like Pinterest is a new Instagram to me. Um, Which vacation suits you the most? Valencia, Spain. Enjoying my time at the sea and city. Amsterdam. Sightseeing with good weather. New York. Big city with big dreams waiting. Woods. Camping with my best mates. Who's British? Uh... Hometown, sleeping and regular stuff, love it. Or none of these. I forgot that what the question was at first. Um You know what? Why not Amsterdam? Isn't that where they went in the Fault in Our Stars? Mm-hmm. You know, why not get some John Green um in there? I was going to choose Amsterdam, but I feel like we've picked the same in like the last <laughs> three questions. So I'm going to go for, mm, I, if anyone picks their hometown, I'm so sorry, but, like, what is wrong with you? That is they not must a vacation. Live in a, they must live in a really great hometown, or, like, a really big one. But, like, even if you do, I'm like, wouldn't you get tired of, like, seeing, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm picking none of these. We're going to go to Forks, Washington, and we're going to stay in the Twilight House. Okay. Um... Isn't that in Seattle, though? We're going to go to wherever Bella's house is. <laughs> Which sport suits you the best? Tennis. Football, like my baby boy Luke. Dance. Swimming. Soccer, or I don't do sports. Um, I'm going to say I don't do sports. If I could pick, if like I had a different body and a different mindset... I would pick, like, dance. I feel like dancing can be real fun, but, like, I would want to do it by myself. Hmm. I don't like people to look at me. I'm insecure. Which animal are you? Dog. Need lot. Oh, oh, my God. I can't read. Okay. Needs lots of love and caring. Monkey. Goofy. Loves being around people. Wolf. Leader. Needs to have a pack. And that's on Jacob. Elephant, wise and important and big-bodied. Cat, fine with the way things are, or a combo of all of them. Wow, a combo of all of them? That is a lot to handle. Um, uh, see, I feel like I would be a cat, but I don't know if the definition with fine with the way things are is really right with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. Maybe a dog? I'm just going to go with cat because, you know, why not? I I don't really resonate with, like, any of these. Like, at all. Because um, I feel like if you, if you say elephant wise and important, that's so narcissistic. That's like, mm-hmm. I'm so wise and so valuable. Uh, I'm 
gonna go with dog because I need the love. I just don't get it. Mm. Okay. So who did you get? I got my baby, my angel, my little I, I, kiss I on the forehead. <laughs> I got him too. We got Grizz. My heart. With Grizz as your best friend, it might be difficult to not grow feelings for him. I don't know if he's going to be <laughs> having feelings for us, though. He won't reciprocate. Mm-mm. Grizz always speaks the truth and knows when to stand up for you. He's kind, pure, and incredibly lovable. Lucky you! Lucky us. I love him. I really do. I'm going to talk about him and, like, how my feelings change for him. Because I had, like, the first episode was weird for him. I feel like it, he kind of like, I don't know. It, I'll talk about it. It was just weird. Our queen, Miss Katie Dahl, was talking smack at first. She said, I hate him. He's stoic. And then I said, if you come out of this. There was something off with him, but he grew. But I don't think he like grew. I think that's how he always was. I think it was the writer's fault for kind of writing him kind of strange. But we'll talk about that. Okay. Should we do the outro? Of course. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's quarantine episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll and check out our website, couragedollpodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us, couragedollpodcast 